I grew up in a charismatic, spirit-filled church. I love it. I love my roots. I wouldn't have it any other way. But one of the things that I realized is that all of the times that we talked about spiritual warfare were always in regards to Satan and the devil and demons, and we're going to do warfare. And then when I finally read my Bible, I was like, that's not right at all. And guess what? That's where we're going today. Wake the faith up, Slayer. Garth Hackman, David Alliance. Hope you had a great weekend. Hope you're having a good Monday. Hey, uh, a shout out to those of you who have always kind of uh, reached out to me in different ways. Again, you can reach out to me at tdagiantslayer at gmail.com. Again, tdagiantslayer at gmail.com. Greg Kistler, thanks for the great email. Uh, People email me with ideas, thoughts, questions. And yours was just overall encouraging. Thank you, sir, very much. Glad you enjoyed the podcast. And to the rest of the listeners, thanks for continuing to share the podcast with your friends and family and for rating it. That helps uh, pop me up in search bars when people are looking for good men's stuff. So, hey, if you're in the area of New Prague, which is just southwest of Minneapolis, in New Prague at Hill Spring Church, that's my church, starting March 26th, We are having our How to Be a Man Tuesday night get-together. Grub is at 645. The meeting will kick off at 715. And we're going to get real. We're going to get down and dirty. No, we're going to talk about guy things. I mean, topics topics that are relative, topics that are honest. And it's not going to be like your typical sermon. We're going to use words and concepts that some people would probably be uncomfortable with if we use them in a sermon on a Sunday morning. But, you know, we're going to go ahead and just, we're going to get down to earth, real brass tacks. Why is it hard for men today to be men and specifically men of God? I think anyone who comes is going to highly enjoy it. I expect this to really begin to grow and blow up. So again, if you're in the area, New Preg at Hill Spring Church starting March 26th, Grub is at 645. The meeting starts at 715. Hey, I want to talk to you today real quick about warfare. Again, at the top of the show, I was saying how I grew up in a church. We talked about spiritual warfare and we're warring against demons and against Satan and principalities and powers. And to some degree, that's true. But, you know, the truth is the word warfare, which is the Greek word stratos, It's actually only used five times in the New Testament, and it's never in the context of the devil. 2 Corinthians 10, verses 3 through 5, talking about mental bondage and going to war over that. 1 Timothy 1.18, a prophetic word saying, war the good war. Now, we say fight the good fight, but the word there, stratos, is war the good war. Not talking about Satan. 2 Timothy 2.4, No man wars with the world's affairs or details. We might know the translation better if we said it. No man goes to battle and gets entangled with the world's affairs. But again, the word there that is war, and it's not speaking in direction to Satan. James 4.1, we war against the flesh. 1 Peter 2.11, we war against the flesh. See, there's a difference in the word war, stratos, and the word wrestle, pele. Wrestle is, you know, well, let's back up here. When we talk about warfare, we have to understand that we, we look at warfare from the position of this. 
We've already won. We've already won the war. I mean, what Christ did on the cross, his death and resurrection, we've already won. So yes, we're in a spiritual battle. But when we talk about spiritual warfare, warfare is contained primarily for what goes on in our mind, the voices in our head. Ephesians 6, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, powers, and that word there, wrestle, is the idea of life or death. We're wrestling life or death against principalities and powers in the heavenly places, but that's me doing battle on behalf of the entities and the powers that are trying to stop God's will in the world. How Satan stops God's will in my life is in my head. It always starts between the ears. Again, we war over the thoughts and the mindsets and the voices in our head. If we don't wrestle as if it's life or death over the voices and the thoughts and the mindsets in our head, then we will definitely open up a door to Satan where he can get in, he can get a foothold, and ultimately, if we give him enough of a foothold, he can... Uh, allow demonic spirits to attach themselves to our behavior and our life and our mindsets. And we might have to go through deliverance. We might have to have some people pray over us and and uh, rip those demonic strongholds out of our life. But the bottom line is, it says, do not give the devil a foothold, meaning a seat at the table. That's literally what that word means. Don't give the devil a seat at the table. When you hear the words, the voices, the thoughts, the mindsets, the memories, maybe even voices from your parents or people in the past, and it doesn't line up with God's word, you're letting them sit at the table. You're letting Satan sit at the table. I don't know if you've ever had someone uh, that you've invited into a conversation and they just took over, and you're like, wow, bro, just, you know, I just wanted your, your yes or no opinion, and now you're kind of running the show. That's what we do with Satan when we don't directly and immediately deal with the thoughts, the voices, the feelings, the emotions in our mind that don't align up to Scripture. Look, you've heard that give him an inch and he'll take a mile. With Satan, give him an inch and he will take your mind. He will take your mind. Look, 25 years ago, as a youth pastor, I was trying to get kids not to cut themselves. Now, I'm trying to get kids not to cut things off of themselves. Why? Because we've allowed Satan a seat at the table. Parents have allowed too many voices from the world and from uh, the demonic and from media and whatever. They've allowed too many voices to play in their head and play in their kids' heads without going to war, without just taking those things down and saying, this does not align with scripture, it must go. Look, the battle always starts in the mind So the question is, do your thoughts align with Scripture? If not, then go to war. Garth Eckman, David Alliance, keep slaying giants.